All right, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. On tonight's episode, we have guest, comedian, actor, dancer, Michelle Trena, also riding shotgun, my dear friend, Jeannie Dugan. If you haven't already, please listen to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you are listening. Go ahead and subscribe to us, review. That helps a lot when you review us, especially especially review how much you like Jeannie Dugan because she needs that. And also, also check out our sponsors. All right. You've heard me talk about them before. And uh, if you are new to the podcast, you must know about my friend Scott Shapiro. Uh, if you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment for not only your medical treatment, but pay while you're off work and other compensation as well. My dear friend, attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for 20 years here in Chicago. Contact him at 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. His law office is a full service law firm. And in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law, all consultations, are initially free of charge. So do not take a chance and wait. Call him, 312-648-8800, or check out his website at scottshapirolegal.com. Let him know we sent you. I want to take this time to welcome a new member to the family at Singles Only Podcast, Hopsmith Tavern, located at 15 West Division in the heart of the Gold Coast area in Chicago. Hopsmith is an upscale sports bar that has great, great food, an amazing staff, 25 TVs, and 30 beers on tap. Please check them out when you are in Chicago or online at hopsmithchicago.com or at hopsmithchicago on their Instagram page. Also check out their Nashville location at 1903 Division Street, hopsmithchicago.com and Hopsmith Nashville. They are part of the Big Onion Tavern Group, which you might know from their other locations like Fat Poor and also the Irish Oak. Please check them out. And hey, tell them that you listen to Singles Only and you will get 10% off of your complete bill. Don't believe me? Try it. Check them out. Hopsman Tavern, 15 West Division in the heart of the Gold Coast. Hey, it's Singles Only Time. My name is Paul Farvar. Riding Shotgun is my dear, dear, dear friend who I haven't seen in a long time, Jeannie Dugan. Hi, Jeannie. Hey, Paul. How you doing? You're overselling that a little bit with the deers. Well, I, I just want to see, I want to prove to you that I never start this shit. You're always the one that's the bully. <laughs> no, and no, now no, no. when people say I give you shit all the time online and everything, I'd be like, listen to the podcast, see who starts. Stuff. I'm releasing the messages. That's all it. <laughs> I also want to point out that Paul likes to entice his guests and co-hosts with things like whiskey, tea, and, and the last email he said candy. And then, you know what, dear, dear listeners, he throws out some dumb, dumb suckers like we're at a barber shop. That's what barber shop do you go to where they give dum dums? Um, clearly, all the good ones. And Paul. also, I just like what to... barber did that to your hair? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you, know you decided to get bangs at forty nine. Uh, point. <laughs> see this? Do you see the bullying I endure? I you start. I am. That's how um, I just like to give your listeners a little insight into what goes beyond the scenes. That's if all. People want to come and see a live yeah. version of this. Yeah, Paul will hand out dum dums. <sighs> All right. Are you done, we're, Jeannie? Yep, I'm great. Right, we're fighting in front of a guest who's oh, <laughs> hilarious. Uh, she's the host of uh, the 
uh, Divorce Diaries. Yes. Uh, comedian Michelle Trena from New York, New Jersey. Yeah, whatever I gotta you say will. Jersey. Then my New York City friends will be like, "Well, you're actually from Jersey, Michelle." Yeah. Get yes. close to the mic. Sorry, All right, getting cool. tighter. That's uh, a little rude, Paul. Like that's if somebody said, "Oh, you're from I don't know, like." Oh, well, we, she covered it that she's yeah. from New York, it, it, but then we sh- you Jersey. said it. She's actually from Jersey. But I say New York so sometimes when I'm out oh. of town. And okay. people say this, All like, right. oh, you're, when you say you're from L.A., are you really from yeah. L.A.? And so for, I'm from Jersey, but I am right outside New York City, and I do the show in New York City monthly. So and yeah, I, uh, I, I want to make sure we're covering we this properly. I just want to say that, Jeannie, very I, big ex- Jersey girl, I accept though. your apology because <laughs> I knew that backstory <laughs> of what Michelle said yes. about New York, New Jersey. I apologize. Let's move on. Oh, that's great. So, Michelle, you are single, obviously. I am single. Been single for legally four years. Legally. But you are dating also. Uh, Every now and then. Yes, every now and then. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You don't... Now, I know this about you because we were on the air together on WGN. You said you don't use any of the apps or anything. No. Um, You're obviously divorced uh, because of your show. Yes. And uh, you also have a child. I do. I have a wonderful, beautiful daughter. So what, what, why don't you use the apps? Why, what are you do, How are you meeting people or, and how much effort are you putting into this? Yeah. The people I've met that I've been date, that I've dated or been in, you know, a quote unquote relationship have been like a setup. So, um, it's been friends or someone at work and I went on to tin, uh, not Tinder. What's the other one? Bumble? Uh, no. Hinge? Uh, Maybe it was no E Harmony. Oh, oh, those are the like the legit ones. Yeah. yeah, my 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 cousin said, "Why don't you go?" I was trying to get over somebody. She, he goes, "Why don't you just go on it and create a profile?" I was like, "I don't have time for this." I went on, I did it for a couple of hours, and I I, I got off. I deleted it. It was to me, it was becoming too much work for the short yeah. amount of time, and I was having a panic attack. I I don't know. I'm weird. E Harmony is different. The online ones that they have now are a lot easier. Um, I know, but the swiping, I don't know if I could. You have so much control. It's like you're, you can get drunk with the power being like, no, yes, no. I know. No? I, I think I'm... Not everybody has a Napoleon complex, Paul. <laughs> I think the good thing is well done, I've Jamie. been so busy with work that the dating apps and, and getting divorced, I had just started my own theater company right before I separated from my ex-husband. I also went back and got my principal certification. Like I was doing so much that in addition to my work and my daughter... Then doing I, doing stand up, it just was so much to then go on a dating app and respond to these people. And then I was also like I was dating somebody uh, that my friend set me up with. That I was in love with, so I, I was in with that person, and it was too much. So I I have not done the dating apps. I'm never going to say never, but right now I'm just I can't get into it. So who who are who are these people that are setting you up? There's friends and family. Um, I had. One was a friend from work, a friend from work that set me up with a guy that I, I thought I was in love with. And actually, he follows my show. And he, we were in a bad place for a while. But he follows the show. He's actually a supporter. Um, after you guys dated or before? Or after. After we dated. And um, yeah, we're not close or anything. But he follows on Instagram. He subscribes to like the Patreon account that I have for my show and all that stuff. He's a, he's a subscriber. But then the other person I met through work, uh, the other, uh, there was a, two, yeah, it was, it's either been a friend from work, another person that, which is that, frowned upon by the way, just as the legal side here, you're not supposed well, to be, could be just tricky. it could just met be my tricky. ex-husband at work too. Really? He, I have Do you issue. still see him? No, not at, the, um, at work, obviously. I, 
uh, we we don't work directly with each other. Okay. So we really met same at like a training ho- uh, hospital. Same uh, no. school. Okay. No. So the um, district. The school. <laughs> the the teacher yeah. institute meetings that we hear about. I that's know. where all the well, actions at. It was. Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing to meet at work. We were just friends for a long time. Too. Well, it sure. is frowned upon in in the legal world. But yeah. I yeah, you're right. You're no, I know. <laughs> don't you have to disclose it to HR? Yeah, and that's among well, other things. And also, I there's, know a ton of teachers that end up marrying. Yes, you know. Well, well I know teachers that m- married their students too, but <laughs> including my brother. So I, really, I, just, really? Yeah, I mean, that's how they met. Well, I have a family member. Her professor was her now husband. There was an eight. Wasn't a huge age difference. Right. Can't but, do that anymore. Yeah. No, it's just, no, it's not in this environment. It's it's so with HR too, and yeah. just a power struggle yeah. too. You can't do that, and you shouldn't. Well, because because of the breakup too. The breakup, After that, it yeah. Causes I mean, all kinds of anxiety. We uh, we don't directly work with each other, so we just kind of met at one point through a training, and then we hadn't seen each other, and then we just stayed friends. Okay. And and really, we would see each other more outside of school than inside of school, but and talk every day. But the thing was, uh, you know, we're taking a little bit of a break. <laughs> from each other you're talking it, about your ex-husband uh, or? no this oh, is the, the last guy. person okay. um, but the b- guy before that he was also a teacher no my ex-husband is an engineer i met oh, him bartending okay. when i was uh, oh, in my early 20s my okay. ex-husband was like my I first thought you're, i thought you said your ex-husband was a teacher too uh no but i have so i you know i started out as an actor did my theater degree i have you know children's theater musical theater and i was touring and i met my ex-husband when i was uh, in between you know waitressing bartending in between gigs and he was bartend, uh, waiting tables. He was finishing his degree. And that's how we, we met. And I stopped touring because I was in love. Wow. Um, and I changed my career a lot because I, I, you know, I fell in love. I really wanted to. I, when I put something, my all, and I was like, all about this person, you know, which, I mean, I think it, it all roads led to my daughter and re- led to the path I'm at now. But I changed a lot. Sure. And, uh it, look, that needed to happen, I guess. But I changed into go into education, and I put theater into a different bracket and acting into a different bracket. And then, when I got divorced, I was in the phase of, okay, I I can't have fl- flings, but I needed, you know. Why to, not? Why couldn't you have flings? I get emotionally attached very oh, quickly. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I did have a fling. Okay. Um, originally, I was going to have like a special friends with benefits because I was still sure. I was going I was going through the divorce, and the guy that I was. Like this is, I guess, a pattern. Boning, yeah. He was. I used to work with him. <laughs> oh, but we didn't wow. bone yet. We were sexting, and when we finally got together. It was so disappointing. Yeah, it was so. Well, because you had only been with your husband for quite a while too, right? So this was your first one. I hadn't no? had sex with my husband two years at that point, Holy and I was like, shit. finally, I'm, I'm first like, time having sex. sex, and it was the guy could not use the condom, oh, no. and it was like pizza dough. <laughs> pizza dough. It, it was horrible. Like he faked yeah. having an orgasm. Oh no! It was depressing. You were and like I left there, and I was like, "What? This is what I'm getting into." Right. So I immediately after, two weeks later, my birthday, this bar back, this like chocolate, <laughs> yummy, so so much younger than me, rugby player that he was a bar back at my bar. We, he was crazy, but he was gorgeous. <laughs> he came oh, out for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. We had great sex. Yeah. And, um, no and then pizza dough. I thought it was going to be like, yeah, no pizza dough. It was like, boom. Was like, it was oh, a breadstick all the way. I was a first. <laughs> a, a stale, stale, very stale breadstick. It was stick. a baby's elbow type thing. You know what I mean? Like that thickness. All right. So 
Actually, no, I shouldn't say he was that thick, but my the cop guy was, and that's when I thought I was in love. Cop guy. So we haven't talked about the cop guy. <laughs> the this cop- is the third. You've gone the through every. <laughs> it's like the village people right now at this point. You're like, well, I need I need an American there's, Indian now. What am I going to do? A there was there's a there was the so the the rugby player had like we had a two month. It turned into a two month fling. And then I ended it and I took a break. And then after I got divorced, my divorce was final. I took like some time, but then I I was hungry to date. I wanted to go out and and have real relationship with a man my age. I thought hungry to date just uh, not for pizza dough, (laughs) not for pizza dough. And And I find out that that is a common problem with older men. And it's not that like wait 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 before you say maybe the guys I date (laughs) not all men. What's the common problem you're talking about? So the issue I've had with the men that seem to be coming into my my line of vision at the time were that was the pizza dough. I had shortly after um, I dated another coworker has sent me with her boyfriend, her boyfriend. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> Putting on condoms yeah. makes it pizza doughy. Well, he smoked a lot of weed oh. and I felt like it was something was, guys have a, like a time frame in between the condom, I guess. And then, and then my friend said to me, he's like, well, That's how? true. He's like, were you giving, were you sucking it before? <laughs> then I was like, how long are we supposed to suck it before? And you know, like all these like, I was like, Jesus Christ. So, um, <laughs> So I went from like having a period of block after my young fling, right? To I dated a coworker's brother who who was very good looking, but coworker's brother. Coworker's brother. What did he do? He was a teacher, but then <laughs> different district. Well, he wasn't a teacher. He was a paint store manager. He got like accessed, which in I guess his he worked accessed. Yeah. Well, there was something shady behind this. What's I his excess? Excessed means when you're in, in New Jersey, New York, I'm sure Illinois has this, if you're a tenured teacher, you're, it's hard to be fired. Yeah, right? very hard. So, but if they remove your position, then oh. you can't really, so he was a history teacher and he said his, his position was accessed due to the common core curriculum standards. And it didn't make any they sense to me. They weeded him out because he did something. We call that pink slipped. You get pink, a pink slipped. Sl- yeah. So like, um, I found it odd, but he seemed so nice. He was also in, he was also a very, he was sober for a bunch of years and he was an AA religiously. So part, everything was just not adding up, but I so badly wanted this to work because mm-hmm. I was like, he's so attentive. And then we tried having sex. Uh, and then I was dough. like, not even. Not even wow. pizza. And it was a condom issue again. And I, he was a, I felt really bad, but I was like, I gotta get the heck out of this. I was pe- like, sw- I was like, what the so hell? So you call the rugby guy. You're like, I need some bread sticks. <laughs> well, I just can't. I went into a state of like, I need to have sex, but I need to have a relationship. I need to date the person. And it almost immediately after, my girlfriend from work set me up with one of her husband's military buddies, mm. who was also a cop. What could and go wrong there? What can go wrong? <laughs> Well, we hit it off really well right away. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. We had great sex. We were connecting. Age I thought, appropriate. Age appropriate. Who's my age. He has a daughter my age. Oh, nice. Right. Okay. Single dad. That's good. Um, house. Jo- you know, the whole Did thing. you yeah. guys have, uh, did your kids meet or anything like that? No. Okay. I don't know how that works. Did he meet asking. your kids or no. your daughter? No. no. Yeah. That's good. Um, and I never really wanted well, how that. How long was that? Mm-hmm. How long we were only dating. We dated to me the longest I have had a relationship, which is six and a half, seven months. And then he... Um, he wasn't, uh, he didn't want commitment, but he was going on and off and I wouldn't accept that in the, in the short end of the stick, but he short was, end of the breadstick, short end of the breadstick, but so he had a short breadstick. Oh no, he no, did no, no, not. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> a very nice breadstick. But, but the thing was, I realized after that, I thought I was in love with him and I met somebody else who was my friend a year later. I was, I was dating somebody a year later or a year and a half later. I started dating another cop who I thought I was into. <laughs> Different district. Different di- no, well, I met him through another friend. Partner of the other guy. <laughs> 
I met it's a like lot a of these guys through movie. friends, yeah. like friends or work. And, yeah, yeah. and that's, I guess, why the app thing, I was like, eh. But the other cop was a friend of a friend. and uh, No, a fr- yeah, friend of my good friend. I guess I kept saying friend. And he was another, he was a little different version of the same, the other cop. Sure. You know, and... I have a thing for Latin men and like in like oh, this guy was Lebanese. So I have a big thing for like like culturally diversity <laughs> in my day. I don't yeah. know. Um, I don't ever really date white guys or I don't know. Just cops. Cops. <laughs> this last guy was um, is a teacher so, and he's going through a divorce. And while we were friends, I was trying to be there for him and we just kind of sure. connected. Isn't there a downside though? All of these guys are friends adjacent. So if they don't work... Or even if they do work in a way, it just doesn't it cause more friction. And that's kind of why people like the apps because it's like, okay, you get to start afresh. You don't have like a reputation. You don't have to worry about um, that guy knowing your cousin's sister, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You, then you don't have somebody to vouch for them or say, I, I like having that. That's true. Yeah. But I the vouching too. you can do through the app too, which I do. There's there's vetting processes. If you have really? mutual friends, you can go back. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Especially on the newer apps. Uh, I always say if I'm going to meet someone... Um, that I think might be, first of all, I've gotten, I'm not a big fan of the apps either, but mm. the the upside is now they're getting better where you can go on and see if you have mutual friends. Like, oh, okay, this guy's friends with three of my friends who are normal. Right, okay. Or if you see their friends, you're like, oh, this guy's friends with my my old Coke buddies. You're like, I'm not going to do this. Or that's just an example, mom. I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> But you know, you know what you're, you know what you're getting into based on like their friend, who they're mutual friends friends with, with. and then you don't have to worry about like when shit hits the fan, and then you got a pizza dough guy, and you're like, I can't, I can't (laughs) go talk to Barb because Barb's friends with pizza, or he's going to be at a party that we're going to be at together. That's my worst thing. Yeah, I don't want to run into. I don't want to run into anybody. Well, too. So most of the guys that you've been with are either have been divorced, right? Is that? Kind of sometimes that's nice to have somebody that has that shared experience. The one, the, the cop, the first cop was divorced. The second cop was going has never it? been married. He's oh. just, yeah, that's they, a red flag. That's yeah. a red flag. Well, he was engaged. <laughs> it is. I know, engaged. I'm saying okay. that as well. right. but he, was, he have he, a dog. No, yeah, he does. Oh, okay. He has some it a issues. Colder retriever? <laughs> he and the third guy going, see, I didn't want to get in a, I don't want to get into a relationship with someone who's going through a divorce as much as I care for this person because I know. I remember myself going through the divorce. You're just not prepared. No, you don't go from full on marriage, divorce, then full on relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're at a point where it's like, but I want to be with each other, but this is going through a rough. And I was like, well, this is not healthy. So it's not the right time. It's not the right time, which stinks because I I so badly want to message him, but I, I've, and I ended it so many times. And finally I told him, which is very hard for me to do. I don't like to let people go who I care about a lot mm-hmm. but I told him to block me on all social media oh, yeah. so you can't stalk him well I don't I don't follow him anymore I haven't for months I said I'm I don't want to look at it. I just don't I, I want to kind of remove this right. right now what about after your events and shows and stuff like that do you get you must get approached a lot well he so he yeah and he like, didn't like something like like that was another issue I've had guys he posted not, a picture of you and a guy after a show or something get very upset it's like oh that's he, your type you can I, tell well the thing is, I have had men, the small amount of men that I've actually like been intimate with, or I say I date, that um, get jealous, whether they agree to this or not, they get jealous I'm with another guy, taking a picture, smiling. Sure. Um, the Lebanese cop went on to a full-blown rant this New Year's Eve. I haven't been with him in a year. He saw me, he, we were at the same bar, 
I was out for a drink and different cop, diff- the Lebanese cop. So no, I know, but now you're out a drink cop. with a different cop. No, it wasn't. He wasn't you're a cop. Bob. He, he's studying to be a cop. He's a sergeant. He's Got a, it. <laughs> he's a he's a he, he was a, a younger guy at the old bar he used to bartend at, and I do my show there in Jersey every month too. So I'm I'm very close with this bar, right? I know the owners for a long time. So I was hugging him and I'm very flirty, you know what? But he made up this. So he's like, you were, I'm sorry if I'm trying, you were trying to hook up with that guy. He's a guy that means to get in your eye. In Jersey, like guys are very, especially North mm-hmm. Jersey yeah. part. They're very macho. Like, and they try to put it back on you. I'd as be if, fighting somebody every day. I would be fighting <laughs> I mean, somebody. This how, is why I think we're all angry over there. That's the yeah. su- they do that here. It's Wait, called the South Side. Is this the South guy side? that... You are not. You're no longer with him, and he's saying this a to year you. Later, Isn't yeah. that oh, sick? Go and fuck he, yourself. He did that. La- yeah, really? and he did not that last Lebanese year guy, too. Just this Lebanese guy. He well, did, that's what I said. This Lebanese guy. He go did ahead. it last year. He didn't say. We. I was trying to figure out if we were still dating or not. This was my own stupidity. Valentine's came. Yeah. No date, mm-hmm. and we hadn't seen each other for like weeks. So I was like, I'm pretty sure this is over. The and year before. Last year, yeah, right. and um. My friend, who was going through divorce, and I, he was, I was like, my my friend is texting me throughout the day, checking in on me. Yeah. The other guy who, who I'm dating isn't even talking to me. What mm-hmm. is going on here? That's what kind of pushed me into that. And as soon as I ended it, that's when the Lebanese cop was like, oh, wait a minute, I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, you know what? I'm not even attracted to you anymore. Goodbye. Um, and But I stayed friends with him. We just we just stayed friendly, right. and, and the thing is that was a bad idea because sure enough, the year comes back. He used to help. He had a phone business on the side, very shifty character. <laughs> He's a phone business. I would fix my phone screen, give me a free laptop. All right, now. A year later, he's That's like, he's monitoring. Yeah, yes, I was right, going to absolutely Are you serious? say that. Yeah, well, maybe. Oh, okay. I thought no, he... I'm serious. He did give me a few. Oh, I would absolutely say he's probably monitoring you. He's like, yeah, check this phone. He's like, why is it beeping every time? Well, you know what? Like that is funny room. because <laughs> he did actually give me a free laptop because I spilled coffee on my old one. Oh, well, I got to check that when I get back. I like to when you say coffee I, I know. and talk. I was just, <laughs> I, I, I lost my train of thought. I finally met somebody that says talk the same way a little bit. It's I love it. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a similarity between Chicago and New York, but it's a slight difference. And, and attitudes. Like, yes, I'm, yes. I would have punched so many guys in the face. With that. Like, are you? <laughs> well, I did. I mean, I don't. I don't. Know if, uh, I guess I could say it's been two years past. Um, <laughs> but my the first you cop punched the guy. First cop. Just a smack on the face. <laughs> Oh God, that's the worst. I've never I've done it before. On the face once. I would I never still do- remember who did it and when it happened. I feel. It's I felt. I was feeling. in a deep like shock that I even did it. And the thing was, this this was unhealthy behavior because and clearly she was Italian from the South Side. But okay, but, <laughs> I went into. I went. I started boxing right after this because I knew I was <laughs> dealing with some some sure. anger issues. I couldn't really look. The fact was, I was in love with this guy, and like I, I was like so fixed on why why can't you love me back? He he has issues like severe i believe alcohol problems he was he fought in afghanistan he's he's got some heavy deep rooted things and when i showed up at his house to get my sunglasses because he had canceled on me again we were we weren't together at this point but i thought we were going to get back together. this is the lebanese cop no this is a puerto rican cop puerto rican cop they both have tempers they both are i was gonna say if he's a lebanese cop fighting in afghanistan what side was he on but that's okay i I can say that because (laughs) i'm from the middle east everyone else that laughed at that is racist but no (laughs) go ahead sorry so um he was he opened the door like reeking of liquor, and I said I wrote him a letter that expressed how I felt. <laughs> I did a letter like yes. handwritten. Yes, and I said, "Dear diary, <laughs> dear cop," thinking that this Manuelo. would get through to I don't uh, know what his, name is. <laughs> his name was Mike. How funny! It's just interesting. It wasn't even Miguel. It was Mike. And I said, "Here's a letter. Um, please read it, even though you're illiterate." <laughs> oh wow! I don't know why. I said, and he goes, "No." 
well, if you think I'm illiterate, I'm not reading it. So he wouldn't take the envelope, oh, no. which I was like, I spent like three days editing this. <laughs> so I was trying to give it to With him. White out and stuff? Yeah. No, like I typed it up. Oh, okay. I thought you, <laughs> all right. All right. fair enough. I can, um, I can picture all of this happening. Yeah, yeah. So in the rage, he when he won't take yeah, it was at night. Oh gosh. I probably, I, yeah. And it, I tried to get it into his door and he was holding, he was like holding me back. So I turned and I cracked him across the face because he put open his, hand or punch. I'm pretty sure it was open handed. It was open handed. <laughs> and then, um, well, he put, you know, again, it was, I was shocked that I did it, but he had been so rude and nasty to me over time just that it built just up. built up. Sure. And he goes, don't put your, am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Don't put your fucking hands on me again. So I hit him again. <laughs> <laughs> Kept going. And then, Another, more than two hits? Well, I, at that point I was In a blanked rage. out. Yeah. After two, it doesn't red, count. Red rage, yeah. It's, and it's bad because when you get to that point, you're thinking, yeah. why am I at that point? Because they didn't make me feel better. And then and it, after a year had gone by, you know, um, he responded to me because I had texted him a couple times, but he blocked me. I could tell. And I emailed him and he, I, his friends that set us up came to one of my shows in New York at Cotham Comedy Club. And I told them what happened. I said, I feel so bad. Like, that's the last thing I wanted to do to him. And they must have talked to him because unblocked. A couple days later, I heard back from him. Yeah. Yeah. And we did see each other. Anyway, we talk here and there now. Did he read the letter? No, and no, but no, I don't know what he did with the letter, but he, uh, he and I met and we talked, he's like, I forget you. It's okay. I just don't like people putting hands on me. It's, it's all good. I was like, I felt so, and we've talked about it since on and off. And the funny thing is that he, he, uh, subscribe, like, you know how it's hard sometimes to get your friends to actually click on a button to go to YouTube or something. Him of all people who could not respond to me will Subscribe Spread, to my YouTube yeah. channel, my Patreon account, but won't respond to my. Yeah. It's very odd. I'm glad it's covered up. But I was so. I mean, I feel like a lot of that smack came from a, a lot of things I was frustrated with with right. men. Well, like you said, like you, why wouldn't he love you? Why wouldn't he love you? Yeah. That's what you said. You were angry at that that he wasn't giving you that. Yeah, it's definitely something internal I'm dealing yeah, with. Yeah, that's hard. That sucks. And that was after your divorce. That or? was after my divorce, and I had yeah. asked him too. I said, "Can I?" I've asked him before. I'm like, "Have you? Did you really have feelings for me?" I, it's like an OCD thing. Mm-hmm. Like, affirm that you had feelings for me because you're not with me. And this there's is that seven month guy. Yeah, seven month guy. We still talk here and there. And recently, are you from a big family? Uh, yeah, I'm a big Italian family. My immediate family is five of us, but I have many cousins yeah. and all that. And the thing is, well, what did he respond? So he responded. He said, yes, I did have feelings for you, but it got to be overwhelming. Okay. <laughs> that you got overwhelming? The or? situation okay. got overwhelming because I wanted him. Right. And he doesn't Do like to smother guys in. then? Is that what you're doing? <clears throat> Um, I, I don't think so. I, I don't. I'm surprised you had to ask that question. I don't, she was, I don't she was pushing her way into his apartment <laughs> with a hand-typed letter. Here's the thing. I think you only smother somebody if they don't want your loving. Yeah, like, no, and that's the right. thing. Are you a he, middle child? Is that where no, I mean, a baby? I mean, I mean, I'm center of attention. Like you I need to pay attention. Baby, right, right, yeah. right. That's like, why I asked you from Big Family. My next question was going to be, Are you the baby? I mean, this is the thing that the last guy. I felt like we connect so well, and it's hard to just let go for right now. But I've because of what I've learned in the, in the recent relationships is that like I kind of want a relationship, but then I don't want a relationship because when I get in a relationship, they distract me from what my main goal sure. is in life. And, and a lot of my main goal, besides being uh, there for my daughter, is my career. That's mm-hmm. always been a main thing. And every time I'm in a relationship, that gets distracted yeah. because you already of the put that person. on hold once too. Yeah, of. and I don't yeah. want to do it again. I feel in the universe. I feel like pulls you. Yeah. And it's always, it, first, it's in like blatantly right now with this this last guy, 
I noticed like it didn't matter anything. I showed my true colors, who I am. I embrace them. I don't try to hide them because when you first start dating, I think after divorce, people try to, t- I, a lot of my girlfriends don't text right away. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't show this. That's all like, bullshit. That's just playing you. a game. This yeah. is who I am. Like right, embrace right, right. me right. or get away. Right. And so I, I'm glad all that stuff happened because it, it allows me to really love myself more as corny as it sounds, but it's true because this last guy who, who was just my friend first already knew who I was and it, it, it made intimacy that much better. And, and physically it's not like, you know, it, it's the best intimacy I've ever had, regardless of like whose dick is bigger, whose dick is thicker. It doesn't matter. Pizza it really dough. doesn't. What about well, pizza dough matters? You can't have pizza. It dough. just never. And I knew, I, I knew right away. I was like, it would never happen with him. And didn't. Yeah. But, we're not together right now, so that doesn't say much. Well, you said that you said something that it, relationships do take you away from that stuff, yeah. And it's already happened to you once, like Jeannie just said. But what? Why would you want to do it again, especially now that your career is going so well and your, you know, your daughter is your focus? I don't. So why can't you just go back to that rugby guy and just be like, okay, I just have some needs. Once every like, point, work out a contract and be like, hey. It doesn't have to be a written contract. Jesus Just be like once a week, you know, I'm going to call you. We're going to go get um, pizza. That's a callback. And then uh, and then just do what you got to do. We're going out I for mean, Italian. Yeah, I mean, I, th- <laughs> I feel like I could... I've never been able to just or have... Or you think you're going to get attached to that. I'll get attached. Yeah. But even and like I don't even... You- if you limit it yourself too, like but, whatever you know what uh, your limit is. The other is. thing is, there's other there's other ways you could take care of that without having to like vibrators over yeah, even better for me. To, like, I'll be honest. When you said this guy, but she also needs the attention that, as, a, as a child. But, but that's I get, not ever yeah. going to be enough attention. It, I get the. I feel like I get the attention for my performing career. The thing with a oh, man, yeah, like it's it's the natural yeah, reason right. why I went into it. So the thing with a man is that. I've thought about him and being here. I'm like, oh, I wish I could. And then I'm like, no, you know what's going to happen? The second I send him something, it's going to be the center of my focus. And he's going to message yeah. me. I'm going to be thinking I have to respond. And I don't But it's only been your center of, fo- center of focus for like three to 17 minutes. And then you'll be like, all right, I'm cool for whatever. No, just the whole, it's the, the separating it <laughs> yeah, from a complete yeah. platonic or. Uh, yeah. Because and you say he's a little crazy hard. too. He's and not crazy, but he has a possessed. Like oh. he he's done a couple things and has apologized. He's like, I understand. I have that habit of being where, like, I don't. It's hard for him. It, it's it's not possessive to the point where I've had other guys be like a little kooky possessive. But uh, when uh, he saw me post pictures, we weren't going to talk. We ended it a couple times, and we ended it over Christmas. I ended it. I said, forget it. I need some time. This was past Christmas? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was on and off. It's for a been while. on and off for a while. And um, because the divorce isn't finalized. So I'm like, I need space. Mm-hmm. You need space sure. right now. Um, I think now we're taking a space, though. I feel like it's, it's blocking as much as it's hard. Like, this is the last person you want to block on my phone is, is him. But in the same breath, I don't want to have you this way. Right. I'd rather have you when we're both, you're clear headed. I'm oh, this isn't the rugby guy. This is the rugby guy's been gone for a long keep time. Keep up, right. keep up. I know, but I know. Just, but you did know this guy before, right? This is the one you said you knew before. He knew you, so you didn't have to. Yeah, he knew me for a while, teacher. and then so that too, and this yeah. is Got why it. the intimacy was so good. It was there was a amazing. connection. It's yes. not just it wasn't sex. just meeting right it's away. Not, right, right. That yeah. that was I think when people used to say that that's the key is like you know, yeah, where you know the person you're friendly with them and and at the time i met him i i wasn't really interested i, I thought he was attractive it was definitely i like these big hispanic guys like mm-hmm. just huge like some people aren't like why are you attracted? What's your type 
Yeah, that's my type, I guess. And um, I just was attracted to him. But then I didn't think about it because I was like, eh, we were just friends, whatever. And I was starting to talk to this other cop and on and off. And I got busy. And then when I was dating the cop, I would talk to him about the cop and say, let's look at this shady behavior, you know. And then eventually I was talking to the cop and I was like, why am I talking to my friend more than him? So like I said, it threw me into a spin of he like. snuck in. He got in. Yeah, but it was. It was friend every, zone. He got out of the friend zone. He got out of the friend zone and into the right zone. Well. It depends on what you call the right zone. Right. I mean, right now we're not in any zone, right. but um, it also helped me understand, like, like when I was really upset over the the first cop, how I thought, oh, I thought I was in love, like for real love. Like that no, was not real love. How long were you married for? Five, um, uh, five and a half years. And you were together before that for how long? Yeah, twenty three. So almost wow. like nine, ten years. Yeah, total. Maybe like nine years. Yeah. That's a long time. It's a long time. So it was in my only relationship, really. Mm-hmm. So So then afterwards, you're like re-navigate, which is why another reason apps are kind of scary when you get out of a, a divorce where that was your, before you were dating, these things did not exist. Now they exist and you're like, this is a lot of fucking work and it's... It's a lot of work. Yeah. And I felt like I'm already, now I'm getting over somebody else or having to right. put that on the... So... I feel like if I'm ready at one point, I'll mm-hmm. go into it. But I noticed what I've done in the last four years is be so excited to get a distraction of being in a relationship for some reason. Sure. And well, it I, also means somebody wants you and is attracted to you and it makes you feel good, especially when yeah. you're a mom and you're like, you're no, you're somebody else is your focus all the time. Yeah. Does somebody else to be focused on you is a nice feeling, you know? I need to have lots of, put it bluntly, I need to have lots and lots of sex and I need to be emotional with that. It's the truth. Sure, like, yeah. And I can't have sex with a person that I'm not with. Are you in your 30s? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's okay. the highest. Well, so what's right. the what's the message you give away? To, what, what do you, t- the takeaway that women who are divorced, who have children, like what is it that you tell them or what can what's the message you give them about second, now that, what yeah. your goals are or what you can do with your life. I mean, other than your personal growth, obviously, which has been a priority. I mean, I guess to put it in a, a phrase of feeding your flame, who is contrib- nurturing your like yeah. life? Who contributes nurturing right. warmth? And it might and not be a who. It could just it's a, be it's a, it's definitely not a who for me. I mean, it's my right. daughter, but, and my family, but there's a Will Smith clip. That's where I, somebody shared it last year on Instagram and I, I like repeatedly watch this and it's a Rumi quote. You know, Rumi's that 13th mm-hmm. philosopher. He's one of, Persian, century. by the Persian. way. Persian, yes. Yeah. Yes, Persians. I watch Shaz Sunset Hello. all the time. Oh God, sorry. first of I know. all. <laughs> They're not, I know, I know, I shouldn't have said that. That's not how we are, but I know, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I do love that show though. But anyway, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so the Rumi quote is, set your life on fire and feed those who fan your flame. And that's the biggest piece of like strong advice. Like to me, uh, that's a mantra I replay over and over. Because about sounds threatening when you say it. Oh, just yeah. threatening. <laughs> Feed the. Could if be you're a, not feeding my flame, I'm gonna shit kick you on fire. Yeah, no. Gonna Slap break your knees. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, but it, it's the truth, truth because yeah. it, he's. And then I like Will Smith did his own. Um, uh, Will Smith did his own uh, like version of it. Mm-hmm. It was like with his Philly translation of it. it was great, but it was like not everybody deserves to be around right. you, and that's a special thing because a lot of I feel like my, myself, heavily included, is 
we allow ourselves to be placed where, oh, why are you not texting me back? Or why are you not doing this? Or what should I do differently? Or is that girl prettier than me? Or is that, and it's like, no, are you even worthy of being around right. me? It's easier said than done. Trust me. I'll go, I'll go back and be like, Hey, how are you? You know, but it, it, I trying to practice that because I see my daughter at six and a half doing that with the kids at school. Sure. You know, oh, like I want to sit next to Paige. Why doesn't Paige want to sit next to me? You know? And it's like, you know, screw Paige. Right. What's Paige doing for you? And then yeah. she just looks at me like, huh? Find somebody <laughs> that wants to be with you. Find that, wants, and, that is or, going to be your friend. Or, or yeah, and that pertains to friendships or, or coworkers yeah. or colleagues. Like, even right now with doing comedy and um, in performing in my, you know, I went from full-time performer, then teacher and half-time performer, and now I'm going back, hopefully, full-time performer and teaching part-time. And a lot of people on the other side don't like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't like that at all. Um, and people who I thought were my friends, people are showing their true colors, and or they're just, you know, it is what it is. That's life. You can, you have, like, one good friend, and that's it. So... Are those people feeding my flame? Probably not. Or who, who's who's in my personal life feeding my flame? Are they contributing positively? Who am I going to yeah. talk to? And so I think for divorced women or divorced men, uh, that's important. Like, look around you. Yeah. Who, who is somebody you can honestly trust with your entire life and, and in personal and professional? And then keep that person close and, like... I used to always feel bad about, you know, um, either making someone feel bad or not being super nice. Now I'm at the point where I'm like, do what you need to do. You be respectful. You be kind. And just remember, people are out for themselves, yeah. you know. But, you know, you got to be a good person, too. I don't know. That's I think you got to – the feeding your flame. That's a big thing. Feed your flame and watch out for the pizza dough. We are uh, out, of, <laughs> out of time. Michelle, where can people find so out excited. more about you and your show? So um, – you can go to Divorce Diary Show on Instagram. You could go on Facebook, Divorce Diary Show. Instagram is my biggest one. Um, Twitter, I'm like slowly developing my Twitter. But go to Divorce Diaries uh, Show on Twitter. There's like weird Divorce Diaries, mm-hmm. but it's Divorce Diaries Show on Twitter. And um, YouTube channel, Divorce Diary Show. And now on Patreon, you could subscribe to the um, unscripted series Pat Dix and I are doing. Um, and hopefully we'll get picked up by a network. Yeah. What's awesome. the Instagram one again? Divorce Diary Show. show. Okay. Divorce Thank you so much show. for having thank me. Thank you, Michelle Trainer, for coming on. You were awesome. And Thanks, Jeannie, Michelle. you were okay as well. Uh, thank you all for listening. My name is Paul Farvar. And please, please review us already if you haven't. Thank you so much. Thank you.